Coming up next, Curry's Corner. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of B1039 management or sponsors. Time for Curry's Corner with Pat Curry, sponsored by Wenger Insurance and Big Rapids Pennzoil and Auto Repair. Actually, it's not Pat Curry today because what did Pat do to me? Pat gave me a text message last night saying, Jen, uh, I think I'm staying one more night. Can you do the show for me? <laughs> and there's nothing better than having that uh, on your plate on top of a million. Here I am. But the good news is we've got some great guests in the studio with us right now. So, Bruce Borkovich, how are you? Good morning, Jen. I'm wonderful. Falls in the air <laughs> until you, this afternoon. Can you believe Pat did this to me? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I got the same text last night. Yes, I can. Oh, okay. All right. And who did you bring along with you? Well, I have uh, Mr. Carmen Bean uh, this morning, part of the recall vote in Big Rapids Township, and he'll be running for, uh, he is running for township supervisor. He's currently uh, a board member, been a board member for, what, eight years? Seven, yeah, seven. S- seven years and uh, knows the ins and outs, so he'll be in here. And then showing up shortly is uh, Jason Cruz, interestingly enough, who's part of the recall effort in Green Township, and he's running for two aspiring township supervisors. All right. Well, uh, one of the things I like to do is uh, come up with my own questions. I have not. Have I given these to you, Carmen, ahead of time? No. No. Are you, no, I'm, I'm are you concerned? I'm about what they are. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. You should be. Uh, no, we're, we're, we're just want to kind of hit on some points, and with Jason not here yet, we'll just start with you. Does that sound good? Sounds fine. All right. So I'm going to take a quote. Pioneer, September 7th. Uh, 2023, uh, your opponent you're up against, uh, Stanek, said he hopes the township can reach an agreement to collaborate on the infrastructure project, meaning Goshen. I would like to see us cooperate with Green Township on the sewer line, Stanek said. We need to be willing to work with them, not try to set our own agenda. Our township board needs to realize that Goshen is here and we might and work together, end quote. How do you respond to that? Uh, the board has, uh, I think, clearly communicated its position regarding the Goshen project. Um, we requested the CFIUS uh, review uh, months ago, and basically there's been no response. We've submitted questions on uh, more than one occasion, and most recently, January, uh, we, ta- we time-bound the response, and... Uh, I think perhaps the day the response was due or the day prior to that, uh, we received an email that said basically they were dropping Big Rapids Township from the Ren zone or they were halting work in the Big Rapids Township. Uh, the board's made it perfectly clear how we feel. And uh, our research on the organization, we felt it was not a good fit. And additionally, we were... Uh, very much opposed to the 30-year tax exemption. Okay. So, you know, that basically that's uh, what our decision was. So his on. quote, is that him just acting alone, or, or is the rest of the board on on, on, on the same side as, as what he's saying? Oh, no, that's very much a unilateral statement. That is just yes. pure. Wow. Jason Cruz has joined us. How are you? Well, good morning. Very good, well, thank you. Good morning. So we're, we're doing the, I guess, the quote of Battle of the... Supervisors, but not really battle because you guys are in two different townships. Yes, correct. Jason Cruz, you're running for supervisor of 
Green Town, Charter Township. Okay. And so we're asking questions today. You have not been given these questions ahead of time? Nope. Okay. Just ask Carmen a question. Um, I want to get your impression on some things, and then we'll kind of talk about some other things. Jason, your opponent has questioned time restraints, saying you don't have the time the job requires. How do you respond to that, and how do you plan to manage your current job and the township responsibilities? Boy, I'm glad you asked that question because that's one of them that I kind of want to address today. One is is that <clears throat> townships all over the state of Michigan that have jobs. Um, what I've got, I do have the time in order to uh, to pull my duties as supervisor. I believe that uh, what you're looking at is a situation where a board, uh, Green Charter Township, has made this job into much more than what it needs to actually be. We need to focus on the issues and handle the issues appropriately, and then we don't have a big waste of time. That their staff is no longer going to stay on board if they end up getting voted off the uh, off the township board. What does that mean? Well, staff is uh, they do have uh, deputies that they've hired to help them in their in their uh, areas, whether it be township clerk, uh, whatever. So. Um, I plan on handling uh, my duties as township supervisor with a deputy. Other throughout the day, I'm going to get another cell phone so that all all business is conducted on a separate cell phone, and uh, and I and my job allows me to have interaction throughout the day, so it's not going to be a big problem at all. And, all right, Jen. If I can just interject. Uh, medical experts recommend eight hours of sleep a day, and Jason gets eight hours of sleep. A week, uh, you you won't. Who has his energy level uh, and his attention to detail spins my head. So he is getting uh, eight hours of sleep, but it's about eight hours a week. So right. well, that comes from uh, uh, working on a dairy farm growing up. That's I mean, right. we had to we had to get up and we had to bale hay, and then we went to school, and then we came back and did chores. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that plays into that. I had I'd been uh, prepped for. Hey, we work until it's done, and we make sure that the job. I've, half the time throughout the last 18 years, I've normally held down two jobs at a time, so I'm not scared to uh, take on another take, job responsibility. No, no, and especially one with a with an issue this important. Remember, we're not talking about just Green Charter Township here, and I wish that all the residents would hear me out on this. We're talking about our neighbors also in the area. That would happen to be supporting uh, Big Rapids Charter Town process to deal with this Goshen issue and also everybody in the state of Michigan and, the, and, and on the national level. This is a major, major election, and we need to understand that and take very, very great up to that ballot box, and we have to uh, fill in the, uh, the dot next to our to our official that we'd like to elect. It's super, super important. I can't stress it enough. All right. Carmen, we're going to come back to you now. Okay, thank you. Big Rapids Township. How would you have handled the Goshen situation differently than Stanek? Well, initially, I wouldn't have uh, maintained the secrecy. Um, If I would see DC to sign a... uh, non-disclosure agreement you would not have signed it no i would not what what would you have said and would you have told everybody that you would have been that you had been given it um uh yeah they yeah oh definitely i would i would have expressed that uh i have been asked to do so um you know additionally i would uh if i were to go into the room and they were to tell me the disclosure i would most likely stand up and leave the meeting 
and oh. explain why I'm doing that. Okay. And I, if I could, on, yeah, go ahead. on Jason's point uh, about this being an important election, you know, uh, we're, we're seeing this throughout our country, throughout our nation, throughout all states, local communities. The, the leaders are micromanaging. They have boards, they have staff, and this is not a full-time job. Someone you, you can rely on as a deputy. Uh, your role as supervisor is to guide, build the team, um, listen, take into consideration what your board's telling you, the community's telling you, and then try to steer the board in that direction, not your personal agenda. And uh, there's far too much micromanagement. And uh, quite honestly, I think our government's a little too big now. When you're sitting there bored like that, you're trying to think of things to do and implement that don't really need to be implemented. Okay. Jason, back to you. Jason, if you're elected supervisor and no one else on the board is replaced, will you be able to work with the rest of the board members in Green Charter Township? Right. That's a great question. And and, and I would hope that uh, we'd have to uh, change over the uh, viewpoints or at least add viewpoints to any kind of discussion because the board has been pretty mute on all the issues and Jim's just led the uh, board meetings. Um, but... <clears throat> That's how they decided to uh, operate. Yes, definitely. I like to reach over the aisle and work as work as well as I can with as many people as I I like people. I like talking to people. I like hearing what's going on in their lives. What's happening with my life? Uh, you know, I mean that that's uh, that develops community and it develops great relationships with people. And and it's really people to me are interesting. So as far as working with people, um, you know, you're not always going to see eye to eye with somebody that when you're sitting on a board with them. Um, it's very important, though, that they are able to uh, establish a relationship with you on a person, even if there is a di disagreement that is not personal. Okay, so um, the many boards that I've sat on uh, throughout my years and, uh, and, and deliberated issues on and, uh, and worked with people, and sometimes you get a great... Uh, a great uh, straight arrow on it on an issue and it, it unilaterally hey we're we all we're all in agreement on this but many ideas and you have to have deliberation and, and it doesn't always work out but the idea is is that when you come out of that board meeting that you understand that people are people and that we're going to have to work together again and it's not a personal issue um what you have to understand is their issues and you're there to have a, have a conversation about it for the betterment of the community or whatever organization you're working with. Big Rapids Township pulled out of the Renaissance Zone. What do you think is the best use of that land next to the airport? Well, there's been uh, talk from the uh, MCDC, uh, Kelly Wasik, I believe. Sometimes I butcher her last name. I, I think we all do. I, yeah. I apologize, Kelly. <laughs> um, has mentioned that there are a number of uh, peripheral businesses that are um, considering if, if in, um, I think the best interest of the township is that we would utilize that to perhaps support some of those industries if they come and we would have a tax base uh, we have a perfectly operating sewer system we have a perfectly operating water plant um, while I would prefer Goshen doesn't come to the community uh, you got to make the best of the cards you're dealt in life Mm -hmm. So that, that's that's back to you. Mm -hmm. If Do Goshen doesn't come in, 
How does Green Charter Township pay for the necessary upgrades needed or promised to the residents for certain things? And I understand you don't have the insight of what's available and what's not, but if, if given the opportunity, how would you fix maybe any problems that are in existence that you will find? Well, there's several different avenues you can take. Uh, one is, is INOMPS uh, exhausted their um, grant writing capabilities. Uh, I don't think they've even engaged in it. Uh, there's a lot of different municipality grants that can be had out there in order to make uh, improvements. Um, the other thing is, is let's just take a look at some of those improvements. There was a flyer that went out. Uh, there was a statement on a flyer that went out earlier. It was a yellow flyer that came into the mail. In, the, in that flyer, they had mentioned that they were going in over at the fish hatchery. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, you can't put bathrooms in a fish hatchery, but we're going to uh, negotiate this billion-dollar deal in Macosta County. And now, let's take a look at the difficulty of doing that. those bathrooms, for example, getting back to that. <clears throat> the way I would handle that is we have to put water down there. We have, we should have water down there. I, I don't. I think there may be, but if not, we run a water. The bathrooms in, so there's flushable toilets there. You put if you put it in a holding tank and you have the tank pumped out. We don't need to have uh, porta potties there all the time. So if you're going to have people showing up and having um, parties or whatever in, in an area like that, you should have had some sort of flushable toilet for women, children alike. You can't have people just. Uh, going, it's kind of just gross, you know, you don't handle it. How about this other that's in Green Charter Township? Is the bridge up 220th? Um, I just, uh, we were knocking on doors last night, and I was talking to a resident, and they were asking, well, why can't we get that bridge fixed? I said, well, you know, I'm not sure exactly what the in and outs are on that bridge, but it was mentioned that, hey, why, why don't we just get a culvert in there? We, we heard that we could get a culvert. Um, once again, don't know the ins and outs, but let's take a look at uh, different avenues and make sure that it gets done appropriately and in a timely fashion. That goes back and harks back to what I just said earlier, is that um, the use of time and energy in those positions need to be spent better, is what I'm thinking. And that we can focus on the issues that need to be handed, uh, handed and dealt with um, in a timely manner um, instead of trying to chase down these big penny um, like the Goshen Project. Uh, we're gonna fix all of our problems with Goshen. Um, if, if Goshen doesn't come in, because it may not, um, then we still have these other projects that are left out there that need to be handled. And they need to be handled in a timely fashion. They need to be handled with all vigor, like they've put into the Goshen Project. Okay. Yep. Okay, awesome. Carmen, back to you. <laughs> you had mentioned that you do get along with the other board members. Um, when you find yourself in disagreement, how do you work out your 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 uh, your your differences when when you do have a disagreement? How do you how do you manage? Do you go to one on one? Do you do you talk about it as a group? How do you how do you manage your differences? It's a, it's a little bit of both. You know, typically we'll have very good discussion at the board meetings and uh, usually um, outside of the board meetings. Uh, I've always thought that it's best to be able to understand and uh, argue both sides of the issue. Uh, you, you have to understand where the other folks are coming from, and you have to blend that with where you're coming from. And that discussion, um, at times, can change your mind. You have to be informed. You can't just block it out. You know, I think our nation, uh, constructive dialogue, it gets personal. Um, 
We've been locally. We've been seen, been seen the uh, worst that humanity has to offer, so to speak. And a lot of that is uh, is coming through on social media. Uh, people can get behind that keyboard and say things that they wouldn't say uh, when you're sitting across the table for someone. Uh, you just need to hash it out. You need to present your data, your information. I'm very data driven. I am not opinion driven. You know, show me and. Uh, Let's discuss it. Uh, you know, you just have to be an adult about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. In that same vein, Jason, back to you. Uh, not only just behind the keyboard, but actually in person, you're, you're, the trustee, uh, Dale Jernstadt, criticized a constituent calling her the B word. Is that behavior? I think we all know the answer to that. No, not at all. And, and you know, uh, there's times... Um, but there should never be a time where you address your constituent in that manner. I mean, you have to respect your constituents. They're the ones that put you there to do the job. We, ele we elect these officials to protect us, to listen to us and our needs. Uh, that's their job. And, and uh, when you start to step away from that, you ate, who's in those offices? Uh, really, I mean, there's never a time when you should engage somebody in that manner, keep it professional, and like Carmen said, stay with the facts. We don't want to. We don't want to go half cocked on feelings. Um, feelings, feelings only lead us down a, a road that is very hard to follow, and it ends up being very subjective. So, if we stick with the facts, and uh, we can come to a, a decent conclusion, have very good deliberation on it uh, on, on the subject, but you can't do that off of feelings. All right. So we've done one-on-one -on -one questions for each one of you. Now I'm going to turn after our break. Bob, we're going to go to break. I want to I ask you the same question since you're both running for supervisor. Uh, we'll rotate back and forth right after the break. Bob? Sounds from your car or truck thousands of miles over what that little sticker suggests? Get it in to be seen. With no appointments needed, Big Rapids Pennzoil and Auto Repair can get you in and seen right away. Oil changes, new tires to full auto repair. Big Rapids Pennzoil makes it easy and tops it all off with a free car wash every time. Local service from local people. That's the Big Rapids Pennzoil difference. You won't hear that sound anymore. 710 North State Street, Big Rapids. I'm Seth Wenger from Wenger Insurance. For more than 100 years, we've been providing professional service and competitive insurance to West Michigan. Come visit us on Perry Street in Big Rapids or give us a call at 796-0778. We're here for you now and we'll be here when you need us most. 796-0778. Hi, this is Jesse Minto. We chose Springfield Roofing for one as they had Duralast Roofing and they came highly recommended. Uh, we talked to the manufacturer and they were one of the recommended preferred service providers in Northern Michigan. We've had uh, it on our building in the past. It lasted over 25 years and uh, it far exceeded the warranty. They handle everything professionally. They call you back. They give you a detailed breakdown with pictures of what they're going to do, what the problems are. And uh, from the beginning all the way to the end, uh, you felt like you were dealing with a professional company. You can contact Springfield Commercial Roofing at 231-263-5300. If I was to replace my commercial roof again, we would contact Springfield Roofing again uh, due to their reliability and professionalism. It's Curry's Corner here on B1039 and your best friend Jen. And this week, uh, Pat staying right now another week. 
or whatever. Um, and I am filling in, and Pete is not here either. And we wish him well on any doctor appointments he has going on. So we're here in the studio live with Bruce Berkovich, Ian, running for supervisor of Big Rapids Township, as well as Jason Cruz running for supervisor of Green Charter Township. I've been asking them some questions, individual questions that apply to their township. But now I want to ask you the same question, so it gives you a little bit of time to think about the answers, and I'll, I'll rotate back and forth. Uh, this time we'll start with Jason. Jason, what is your why? Why are you running for supervisor? Rapids, and I uh, decided that this was a clean environment to raise our, our kids in. Uh, it's, it's, an, it's an environment farming community. Um, obviously, I, I, I mentioned earlier that um, my family had a farm and, and uh, dairy farm, and it's and it fit really well. It felt really well to you know, felt good to us. So we we decided instead of uh, living down by uh, Granville or, or or any of those Olive Township, Manistee, this was the place to be for us. Um, one um, when when you start to realize what's happening with your government, because government is very important to us in, in a certain sense that if it works well. It enhances your life. If it doesn't work well, and we uh, have all these other uh, personal um, missions uh, on, on those, on those, uh, in those uh, government life and and in your environment in ways uh, in terrible ways. So when, uh, when when I started looking at what is happening here with the Goshen issue, um, and we started looking at how the board's board's posture was and how they interacted with their constituents and. How, how some of these projects were managed elsewhere in the community. And, um, and I started to talk to the, to the other um, residents in the area. Um, um, really, we should, we should really reevaluate what's happening. You, you look at, there was a, um, an article in the Pioneer a little while ago and talking about uh, the people that are on the board right now, the board members. And uh, I commend them for their service, but some of them have been there since 1988. Now, I don't want to attack them. I'm not trying to attack them, but let's just think about this for a second. Boy, is that entrenchment. Um, you get really, you get an environment like that for that long. You know your job really well. You can navigate those things. And sometimes, uh, no offense to them, but sometimes you get kind of laxed in your duties. Um, we see that on how the board actually operates right now, where one person is mainly directing the, the board as it goes along. And, and well, okay, it's business as normal. But wait a second. It's not business as normal. You're talking about a billion-dollar plant or environment forever. Uh, take this area and turn it into a brown zone. And um, the way I look at it is we, we can uh, get flyers in the mail for... I don't know, trash pickup, and we can get, uh, we can, we can vote on pot shops, and if we want to let pot shops in the area, and we can, uh, vote on, uh, how many seats go in the library. Uh, but there wasn't a lot of transparency on this large, what it really comes down to is once you get comfortable in those seats, like how transparent do you need to be? Eh, they'll only worry about it for a couple minutes, and then we'll move along. You know, and, and, and that's the problem. That's why we have, Frequent elections in this country, so that we can get new ideas in the in, in those seats and keep things fresh and running appropriately. Like Carmen uh, was mentioning earlier, you know, uh, we keep our our feelings out of it and stay with the facts. And um, when you roll the board over like that, you have people don't really understand the job that well, especially if they're new. 
So what do you what do you always refer back to? Well, you refer back to the black and white and the facts, and that keeps the board honest. So so rolling the board over and voting new people in on a regular basis in these positions, consistency, consistency doesn't come with the same people in those positions that long. What ends up happening is entrenchment and, and complacency and just very, very, uh, uh, hey, as a matter of fact, this is how we've always done business. And if I don't like it, I'm going to rewrite that law or that, or that, or that structure of how we do it. And then we're just going to carry on. So that's my why is to unity and the reason why we moved here. And, and as I saw, a lot of the people, the residents around me, uh, really feel about it also. Uh, we want to we want to maintain what we live here for. We don't want to just fundamentally change it. You know, and and I know we're going to carry on here a little bit, but I just want to touch on. I just want to segue into this uh, this tax thing because I really want to touch on the taxes. So the deal is the harm, irreparable harm to the community. When you're elected as an official, your job is to protect the community and the people that live in it, and. Um, in order to do that, you have to make sure that you talk to these people in the community and you have to get their feeling on, on which way they want their community to go. Uh, Green Charter Township has not done that. And, um, and they just uh, refuse to get any comment that, into the uh, Green Charter Township area. They, they end up talking and deliberate, trying to deliberate with these officials and they, they get walked out or they uh, get screamed at uh, because of a difference of opinion. And... Um, Therefore, we don't want that. We want to be able to interact with these people and not do irreparable harm to the community. Um, the sale of Goshen, the sale of Goshen now has increased our, our taxes, and that's just the start of it, okay? Because that, that, that tax, uh, that property tax will be adjusted for the sale of that property. And I put that pause behind that so you guys think about this. We're not done there yet. Once again, we're not done. What's going to end up happening is we're going to have other businesses that are going to come into the area. They're going to put up shop in our area. They're in, in Big Rapids or in Green Charter Township, and they're going to pay heavily for it because they're going to get the payout. There, too, you will find another tax adjustment. They're going to push you out of your area 110% because some of these people who live check by check are not going to be able to even afford their property taxes eventually. And that's not a scare tactic. That's just reality. That's what's going right now. Uh, they, <clears throat> they have people, they have other uh, businesses that want to move in, buy up the area around there so they can, one, build the plant and two, service the plant. That's just how it works. We have that in Manistee. Uh, you know, and, and I've seen it firsthand. I've lived it and I've actually worked in it and I've breathed it. So um, anyways, I digress. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's WBZX Big Rapids. Uh, what is your why? Why are you running for supervisor? I, don't, I have to follow Jason. Yeah, because, I know. Uh, you don't have no, to go as long, though. <laughs> I don't go as long. I can be long-winded. I'm sorry. Sorry, just picking <laughs> on you a little bit. Well, uh, initially, um, the Goshen Project was not my motivation to run for Goshen, excuse me, for supervisor. Um, in the 2020 election, I approached Mr. Stanek prior to the election, election, and he said he was going to do that, so I decided not to pursue it at that point. Just, uh, I just didn't think it was the proper thing to do at that point. But it, it, as we progressed, 
we've seen, uh, we've experienced a great deal of difficulty working as a board, you know, cohesively. Um, the board makes decisions and um, actions contrary to the board's decisions have been, uh, have been, our, our role, as Jason said earlier, is to do no harm. We're, we're you know, to the community, to, to your constituents, to the township. Um, I believe what's going on now is harmful, and I believe the uh, performance has been harmful to the community over the uh, seven-year period that I've been on the board. I decided uh, back in 2016 to run because in, in, going, to uh, in going to board meetings, I saw a great deal of dysfunction. Uh, my assumption at that point in time was that it was the board. Um, after a few years, I realized, no, it was not the board. It, you know, there's, a, the, as I said, an awful lot of animus, a lot, awful lot of uh, condescension um, from, the, from the supervisor. Uh, um, there's an awful lot of unilateral action. I believe Mr. Stanek has done a lot, a lot of things good for the community, but I believe Mr. Stanek, uh, and these are in his own words, um, his first allegiance is to the county, and then comes the township. And he has said those words in open meetings. And that's not why we're elected. We're elected to represent Big Rapids Charter. Uh, with that in mind, I, I decided, you know, it's time. This, uh, this recall thing came up. I thought about it long and hard. I had many uh, late night and early morning discussions with my wife regarding this. And we think it's in the best interest. Uh, specifically, I think it's in the best interest of Big Rapids Charter Township to implement some change. We need a different type of leadership, uh, a leadership which I want to call a consensus because we are a democratic society, if you will, a, uh, a representative republic, rather, let's say that. And, uh, you know, we need to represent the constituents. And, you know, my objective is to do that. And as Jason said earlier, I will definitely be appointing a... Uh, a deputy um, who will basically report to the board, not the supervisor. And we're going to run in the time is uh, now and the place is here. Someone needs to take a stand to change the government locally uh, on a, you know, for the state basis, national basis. Um, this, you know, this and this Goshen thing is bigger than our community. You know, we talk about the environmental impact the potential environmental impact. It's not potential. It's already happening worldwide. Um, mining lithium is called leaching. That should tell us something. We have children carrying cobalt. Uh, you know, as much as 20% of the cobalt that's utilized in the EV industry is the stuff that's off the, off the market. You know, not the main, uh, if you will, industrial mining. It's the kids. It's the moms. It's the dads that can't find work. And, uh, you know, it's time to, that, that just adds to pursuing this. All right. We're going to start with you, Carmen. So get ready again. This will give Jason a time to okay. think about his answer. <laughs> We're going to go back and forth. What would you say to someone who says, we need the Goshen jobs? Oh, goodness. What would I say? I would say, initially in this community, I think you will have a very hard time finding enough local employees for those jobs. I think that those jobs is uh, unbelievable. 
you know, you're looking at, uh, you know, people talk about the $175 million here, uh, $800 million total. But the reality of it is that when you see the infrastructure costs and the project costs, which was published by the state of Michigan, we're looking at $1.14 billion in incentives to Goshen. I find that there are a, a lot, you know, if you look at the utility in the decision, I think that we could take a look at mental health, we could take a look at the, the security in our schools, we could take a look at veterans services, and I think that that money could be spent uh, much better than it can be spent by providing it to uh, any uh, company, especially a foreign entity, and especially, I, I'm very opposed to corporate welfare. I've worked uh, close to 50 years now in the automotive industry, and I don't think our government should pick the winners. All right, Jason, same question. What would you say to someone who says, we need the Goshen jobs? Okay, so, um, boy, that was a great answer by Carmen. Yeah. Uh, he's stealing a lot of my thunder, so I'm just going to kind of expand on what, he, uh, what, what Carmen was talking about. I'll be quiet. <laughs> how many jobs are actually going to come here? All right, and, and how many are actually going to be provided by Goshen? Uh, let's just take a look at... Um, Let's use a case study down in Greenville, uh, Diecastle. They're a Chinese-owned company. They actually, if you go on uh, the on their website, they have a picture of the uh, facility. It has the American flag to the left and the Chinese flag to the right. Kind of makes you, uh, kind of makes you wheezy. Um, they do not uh, care about OSHA regulations. They rather just take the fine. They're, they're ha they have several flyers there. Uh, they've had several flyers there over the since where people get burned. Uh, it's not a healthy environment to work in, and and uh, and so that's just a case study on this on this situation. Now, add chemicals into that. Okay, you have a, a, a Chinese uh, company coming in. They're going to build batteries. Um, they're going to be on our aquifer in our area, pulling water out. They're going to just—they're going to tell you that it's a sovereign nation, all right? And you have to play by their rules. You're going to give them chemicals, all right? And you're going to let them play around with their chemicals in our area and with the people that work there. Are they really going to follow all the all the hazmat laws? Are they are they going to are not hazmat laws, but all the OSHA laws that are out there? Um, I don't know. I, I'm just not that confident, given the situation that I've seen with these other companies. That are. So that brings us to the point, the question, how many jobs are they going to have? How many good-paying jobs? Is that a good-paying job? Is that a good place to work? Will that attract people to work there? I don't know. That's to be seen. However, um, some of these other battery plants are very well automated. Uh, to make sure that their processes are done absolutely correct, so I can't I can't say that we're going to have 2,400 good-paying jobs that they're they're promising. I think that it would be a, a, a first of all ramp up to open the plant, and then they're going to start bringing bringing those numbers down awfully quickly. Um, we we saw this in uh, Manistee with a with an energy company um, when they opened up. <clears throat> For example, they needed to make sure that their processes were down, all the equipment was working properly, and then after they had hired all the in excess of employees, they started layoffs. And now they run uh, two boilers and, and a couple turbines. It was a coal, it's a coal-generated plant, power plant. They sell uh, uh, power down to uh, Chicago. Um, 
good place to work, but that shop is all automated. We've got they've got probably about twelve to thirteen employees at any given time, and they had promised like fifty. That's where it ends up, and so I can't when when in good faith look at this job and this promotion and say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna promote this plant. This is what we're bringing in. And this is uh, this is what we're going to pay out. I can't I can't see that that's not going to be a standard. Also, uh, to look at the people, the the project now that Goshen's uh, trying to get into down in Illinois. If you look at the proposal, their proposal down in Illinois, it almost mirrors the proposal in Big Rapids. So I don't know if they're going to build battery components there in that old Kmart building that they want to buy, or. <laughs> Or if they're going to do assembly down there, but it's, it seems to be like uh, this is this is a, a standard way of promote, promoting these plants, and so I, I have a hard time trusting that they're going to bring going to be as well as they're promising it, and that it's going to be a safe work environment. So I guess uh, I guess you need to get more information on that, but we sure as heck don't know until actually it opens and starts operating. All right, follow up. And this is a simple yes or no. I'll let you each answer yes or no. What? Come on. Do you believe, will the Goshen plant pull employees away from current local employers? Absolutely. Absolutely. To you, if elected supervisor, you may face the same scrutiny we currently see at township meetings. Uh, how do you plan to receive comments that may go against what you believe? We follow, we follow protocol, right? So we, we have, uh, we, we will follow the uh uh, the way that we need to run the meetings, we'll be kind and considerate to all that attend. Um, and hey, listen, I've been in education for almost 20 years. I've got a shoulder, it's pretty tough skin. I've been in just about anything you could possibly want. I've also worked in uh, um, uh, industrial maintenance, and those guys are pretty unforgiving. Those big guys like to push people around. So I'm not too worried about any of that. I just need to you know, make sure that we stay kind and considerate to everybody's views. And we follow the procedures. And so everybody gets a chance to speak whatever they want because it really is important everybody on both sides. Like Carmen said, you can make a great informed decision if you hear both sides of the story, keep an open mind. And that's just not happening here. Um, the, the survey that went out, there was a lot of confusion on the survey that went out. It is a third party. I'm sorry for all you guys in Facebook land. It is a third party that's running it. It is a, non, uh, a non-biased survey. They're just collecting information. And um, some of the some of the comments, I'm not on Facebook a whole lot. I'm not if they were out there, uh, were pretty nasty. And the fact that they were not going to fill out the survey and send it in. Now, why wouldn't you do that? Why would Bruce Carmen? Why wouldn't you fill out that survey and, and express your views? You know, I'm, well, if you want to be heard, you would. You would, and and so and I was really actually I was really disappointed in that. I really wanted their feedback. Yeah, that makes it a great survey, of course. Uh, if the if the survey and the no go Goshen guys fill out the survey, obviously it's going to be lopsided. We all understand that. Um, but uh, luckily, um, from from some of the feedback that I've been getting from the uh, the survey uh, people, I just asked on a quick comment. I sent them an email. How does it look for pro go to no go guys? Are we getting a pretty balanced uh, suite of answers? And 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 they return on that. There's been a lot of people that have actually uh, ran off a copy of that survey and sent it in themselves and paid the postage. Um, they've got they've got an overwhelming response, so that's great. 
And we're going to hear, hear exactly what that survey is, you know, what that survey says here very shortly. So looking forward to seeing that. But, but by all means, going back to your original question, it's yes, we need to hear both sides, enjoy not hearing both sides of the story. So, yeah. Carmen, do you want me to repeat the question? I think you will, uh, if I could uh, <laughs> paraphrase yes. it. If elected supervisor, Carmen, you may face the same scrutiny we currently see at township meetings. How do you plan to receive comments that may go against what you believe? Um, typically, I would uh, say, uh, sir or madam, thank you, may I have another. <laughs> but no, as I said, close to 50 years in the automotive industry, the first 46 as a supplier directly to the what used to be the big three, and uh, I don't have any buttons left. People, you know, my buttons don't get pushed. Are, I, they, are they officially down all the time? Oh, they're worn. <laughs> yeah, they're worn out. I, you know, I, uh, I like criticism. I would prefer it be constructive, and I prefer which is civil. But when it's not, you have to let it go. People get emotional, and I understand that. But, you know, all we have in life, all, all we really have control over is how we respond to anything. And, you know, your response is important, especially if you have a leadership role. And my intention is to listen. Um, I may not answer in two seconds. You need to think about what was said, you know, an informed answer. So, uh, I, you know, you just have to take it under consideration. Uh, sometimes you have to say, I'm going to have to get back to you. Let me do the research. Um, and I appreciate your opinion. I Perhaps we disagree, but what's great about this country is we can agree to disagree. All right. Another yes or no question, which you can rattle right off. If both of you are elected supervising or individually, will you be asking for a full CFIUS review of Goshen? Oh, I will continue to. Absolutely, 110%. All right, <clears throat> Jason, back to you. If you're elected supervisor, do you, do you get along with, uh, since the question might be part of Oh, okay, sorry, I froze, froze that. If both of you are elected supervisor, do you get along with one another since you'll be working with one another on this? Jason can't stand me. No. It's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Jason, you didn't answer the question. No. <laughs> um, you know, you have to be, uh, you have to work cordially with people around you. You know, it's your neighbor thing. Uh, you don't want to build up fences uh, too high. Uh, we have to take communication for, like, let's say, Barton Township, uh, Big Rapids Township, uh, Big Ra City of Big Rapids, for example, and all, all the other surrounding areas, Colfax. You know, we have all these townships around in the in the uh, in Macosta County, and we really need to work together for the betterment of Macosta County. And um, it's just the fact that um, we just don't put the county, the elected officials of the township, and our job is to. Uh, to, to support or to voice the opinions of the township so that we get a greater, uh, a greater understanding which way the county needs to go. Um, sometimes, uh, sometimes it gets a little skewed, and, and, uh, uh, and, and I've been in situations where people don't understand their roles or their, their tasks as, uh, as given, uh, not, not areas and in, in industry. You know? They don't understand that this is your department, and that's what the township is. It's your department. And you need to support and love, you know, talk for the department to the people up above you, 
so that the people up above you can make an informative decision. All right, Carmen. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I. I uh, I'm actually uh, impressed with Jade. His uh, his work ethic, uh, and his passion, for you know, for the community. Um, I think we'll get along just fine. Okay. Just wanted to ask that By question. By the way, you didn't answer. If, if we uh, yes, I'll, I'll definitely get along with everybody. <laughs> Carmen and I are all right. All right. Uh, I want to turn this time over to both of you. And it's, it's kind of different because when the moderator asks questions, you, you don't know what questions are being. But now I want you to kind of throw up what's important to you, both of you. I don't know who wants to go first. Carmen, you want to go? Carmen. <laughs> sure, I'll go. I, I want you to talk about what's important to you. And in, in that way people get a better sense of who you are, what you believe, what you're trying to accomplish, and, and you've got the mic, so go for it. Thank you. Um, as it relates to what's important to me, um, I would say faith, family. Uh, we, we need to uh, work together as a community. And uh, as Jason mentioned earlier, with all the local communities around us too, the surrounding ones, um, it's been a little tumultuous in, in the last year or so. Uh, but there's no reason for that. I think we all have the best interests of the community in mind. Um, my personal beliefs, you know, um, I'm a member of St. Mary. I abhor corporate welfare. Um, from a uh, political perspective, I'm um, economically, financially conservative. I have moderate social views. I believe we should provide help to those who need help. And I think we should take care of those folks who uh, abuse the system in a different way. Uh, you know, I think we should be frugal with, our, with the funds of the township. I think we should never take the position that it's our money. It's not. It's the community's money. It's the constituents' money. Um, I think we should really take a look at the tax base and see if, indeed, we can provide the services that the, the community wants and the community needs. I don't think we should overspend. I think we should make every decision we make uh, through discussion with uh, the other board members and the all stakeholders. I think we need to evaluate risk and we need to evaluate opportunities. And uh, that's kind of what I believe in. Pretty straightforward and do it uh, with the utmost integrity all right. and openness. All right. Uh, Jason? Ditto. All right. <laughs> what you have is you have two candidates here that are uh, very conservative in their viewpoints, how, how to manage and uh, how to interact with people. And, and so I think, you know, not being biased or anything, I think, uh, I think they, uh, the community here has a great opportunity to uh, sway the direction in a positive direction of our of our two townships to better help the uh, people out in Macasa County and, and, and the welfare of the, of the constituents in those areas. Um, once again, conservative. Um, I obviously am a business owner in the area, um, so I know what it is to bleed, put blood into a community, uh, and, and that community supported us. Turn, make sure that we support our community. Uh, and it's just a, a give and take, and it should be like that with small business. Um, we, um, we, we have the opportunity here to also to uh, look, at, look at our community in Green Charter Township in a, in a, uh, in a, different, in a different light uh, through all this deliberation with the Goshen and the other issues that have come up. 
um, and then really take a look and make sure that uh, they fit that community's outlook, um, the constituents' outlook in that community. So uh, getting back to, to who I am, and I've, been, I've been in all kinds of different situations and work environments, and I think that's uh, helped me develop in a way where I could see both sides and be able to interact with both sides, uh, whether it be a Democrat or a Republican, because I've had, I've had worked in very large Democratic environments. Uh, half my family is Democrat. But somehow I came out on the other side as uh, more of a conservative Republican. And, um, but the reason why is, is because um, you really have to take a look at, um, hey, I would like to conserve these good things that have been created prior to me getting here. All right, I would like to conserve uh, farming and, and that way of life. We, we can all have a chance to go to church on Sunday and, and, and worship in the way that we need to worship or want to worship, and and uh, and make sure that that stays intact, and also make sure we have a government that supports those things. So I'm I'm a I'm a very uh, I, I'm a pretty darn uh, stringent conservative in, that, in those respects, but I am definitely open to listening to other options and and and. So I'm gonna let you have a few minutes to discuss if someone wants to contribute to either of your campaigns. How do they do that? Oh goodness! You need to, you need to talk. Oh, to, it's a Bruce question. Yeah, yeah, it's a Bruce question. I'm very uncomfortable with this uh, fundraising thing. Uh, I've spent uh, the first sixty years of my life trying to stay out of the limelight, yeah, and, and the opportunity uh, to me it feels like it's a duty. Someone has to step up. Someone has to say it's time for change. And uh, at this point in my life, I never thought I would be doing this. You know, I'm getting, you know, I'm a couple years from that 70 mark. And uh, you would just like to ride off into the sunset. But I think this is bigger than that. And I think that, you know, any support, just saying I endorse this gentleman, I would appreciate it. But as it relates to the fundraising, um, I'm going to let Bruce handle that. I yeah, think his face is turning a little red. <laughs> Carmen, you better let him talk about how to donate to your campaign. Yeah. That's <laughs> just because I'm embarrassed. I'm so inferior to these oh, two guys. Oh, oh, this, is the, this is the look of embarrassment and humiliation. You can't, you can't BS and BS. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I did undercover work for him. Uh, we do have the committee uh, to elect Carmen Bean, and that uh, those are uh, strictly going to the costs signs and mailers and those sorts of things so um anyone who wants to uh, uh i'm struggling a little bit uh here jen on you know how how would someone who do, people who know me know how to get a hold of me to make that donation if they don't i'm struggling a little bit as to uh how and i'd be open to any suggestions but if you know someone who knows me uh i am somewhat known in the community so they can get me uh checks please uh no cash um, if you can get me a check uh, uh, for that, that's great. They can usually find you at Curry's Corner. They can. At Curry's or I'm, Amico. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to put Pat on the spot. I'm I'm feel very comfortable to say if you stopped in at Curry's and gave Pat a check. Hey. Honest as Pat is, he's not there today, but he would get those checks to me. All right, Jason. Sure. Um, I'm I'm uh, registered as the ballot to elect Jason Cruz. Um, I, We've been struggling on whether or not to put a link on a website. We're going to launch a website here uh, for my campaign here very shortly this week. So I'll, I'll be announcing that. Um, 
But once again, it would be a check. I, it's such a short run here. We only have a month. And so they're due. Uh, so I wasn't really expecting to take in a bunch of uh, uh, money for this campaign. And, and I really like to just offer, offer my services to the community. However, if somebody does feel the need, um, by all means, it would be a check to the ballot to elect Jason Cruz. And, and um, you could probably get a hold of me at my house. That would be about it. And so it would be uh, it's, uh, the old Zod house, Terry, for sure. All right, mm -hmm. guys. So maybe not as many eruptions today, but lots of information, <laughs> lots of fun. Uh, hopefully, if you're listening right now, you're getting a better sense of who these guys are, what they want to try and accomplish. And so we are very grateful that you guys came on the air. The other, th can I add something? Yeah, absolutely. I'm um, still, so, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot today. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I hadn't noticed. You're right. Community's going to see a paper that will be coming out here shortly, just a re uh, regurgitation of some of the... Uh, some of the articles that have been out uh, throughout this uh, 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 Goshen subject that we've the whole community has been experiencing. Uh, in that paper, there will be uh, the results for the uh, survey that went out, so that will be out there. There's been a lot of comments um, on those surveys, which is great. And um, those some of those paper is looking at having a paper is going to probably have about four runs tops. Uh, somewhere out in there, but there's a ton of content. Obviously, there's been a lot of people reporting on these issues in this area. So we want to just get that back out to the individuals out in the in the area so that they can kind of review because there's just been so much information out there. You kind of kind of glaze over on it. So um, so that's coming out, and um, and we look there so people are out there looking for it. It'll be out here very shortly. All right, we want to thank our sponsors, Pennzoil. Uh, and Seth Winger at Winger Insurance. And uh, this has been a wrap now on Curry's Corner. And we uh, want to see you guys uh, do well in your uh, each election coming up. Yeah. Uh, there's one more board meeting for each township. Is that correct? Yeah, we have. Is the first well the first Tuesday will be the election. We may have one that evening or postpone it till the following Tuesday. And when is Green Char Charter Townships meeting? Um, it's coming up in a couple weeks here, okay. so we'll be we'll be out there and um, hopefully that we just have uh, very good public comment and and uh, make sure that everything stays well. So right. we'll be uh, I'll be also out pounding on doors here. So if you have like if you see me a strange guy on over, I just want to talk. That's it. So I just introduce myself. Awesome, awesome, yep. and Pat will be back next week. Actually, what I want to announce before we go is uh, a special interview we're having tomorrow in about the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, we don't know exactly when when his flight will get in, but um, we're going to have presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy in the studio with Pat and I, and we're going to ask him some questions. So oh, wonderful. More information about that. So, Bob, with that. Take it away. 1039. More music. It lifts my mood.